so there you are, you're leaving the arena at A and well, to say you're feeling a little bit disheartened is putting it quite mildly. You've just done your dressage test and I think one of the big problems that a lot of riders come across in dressage is that they see it as being quite boring and almost a means to an end. And this week on Daily Strides, we're going to be talking about how you can improve your dressage scores. We have touched on this before. It is going to be part number two and um, we're going to be talking about how you can improve it and not only that, how you can, I suppose, stack the odds in the opposite direction for yourself. Hi there, my name is Lorna and I'd like to welcome you to the Daily Strides podcast where each and every week we take a different topic to do with horse riding and we break it down into little kind of chunk size pieces that you're able to use and absorb easily um, and hopefully have success with when you're in the saddle. This is the Monday lesson. It's the very first of five on this series about dressage and improving your scores in dressage. And the Monday one is always a general overview. So we kind of talk about what we're going to be discussing for the rest of the week. It almost sets the tone for the rest of the week. And then we work on through the week, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday and Friday, that um, it's like having a horse riding instructor with you in the arena. You can download the lessons to your phone, pop the phone in your pocket, and there you go. Almost like virtual me standing beside you. I'm gonna let you know at the end of this how you can get your hands on all this week's lessons, but let us get back to today and back to the part about the dressage test. Okay, now, I think one of the big problems, as I mentioned, is that people see dressage as being boring. And not only that, they think that the biggest challenge to do a dressage is memorizing the test. Now, is that you? Are you included in that little group of people there? I hope not, because that is not the be-all, end-all of dressage. And it's kind of, I often wonder that it's those same riders who seem to think it is the be-all, end-all are the riders that often feel very hard done by and disappointed when they receive their score sheet. Um, remember, your dressage test is merely a means to see how your horse and you as a rider how your training is progressing. And I suppose it's also a way that you can use to course correct where necessary, okay? So if you look at it this way, rather, I would imagine that the whole boredom aspect will soon vanish. And only that, that your scores will begin to mean something, okay? So I want to focus today specifically on a few different aspects of dressage. And the number one is the training aspect of dressage. So if you look, every level of dressage is looking to progress and basically build on the level that came before it, okay? And kind of the, the ascension through the levels as it is, it corresponds with the basic training scale when it comes to horses, okay? And the foundation of that is your rhythm, your relaxation, and then your suppleness on top of that. Now, the movements themselves, and not only that, the sequence in which they're laid out, are there to test, I suppose, and see just how well you and your horse have grasped those concepts, okay? Now, depending on the level you're riding at, the dressage judge that's going to be judging you would be looking for slightly different things when you ride your horse. Now, you have to keep this in mind. And not only that, you have to keep in mind that as you are working, you're working towards your required level, okay? So what I mean by that is you don't go in there trying to achieve something that's 
way more advanced than what you and your horse are trying to do, okay? Because, well, it's not going to end well. And similarly, if you're riding at a very high level, but you haven't actually mastered the basics, that is going to show through in your scores and comments, okay? So what I would suggest doing is figure out where you and your horse are in your training, and then using that level, so to speak, to set the tone for all your rides, okay? So whatever it is, almost on that training scale or on that step of the ladder, that that particular level of your dressage is going to be looking for, that is what you're going to focus on achieving with every kind of ride, every time you get into the saddle. Not only that, the aspects of your ride, okay? So whatever exercise you're working on, whatever schooling that you're busy doing, um, that whatever it is required of you or whatever's required of that particular level is what you're working towards. Not only that, in doing so, you're going to become better, but also you'll be able to move up the scale. Now, the next big thing about dressage that, well, annoys a lot of riders <laughs> is the symmetry aspect, okay? So you probably noticed that when you're riding your dressage test, uh, whatever you do on one rein, you'll generally repeat on the opposite rein very soon afterwards, okay? And a lot of people think, oh, you know, whoever whoever designed this, whoever created this, kind of ran out of steam halfway through and just decided, ah, just double up, do whatever one side, do it on the other, and there you go. It's kind of like a shortcut in dressage test designing, okay? But it's not. It has to, it's there for a reason, first of all, and it's to do with symmetry and that same symmetry that you should be aiming for in your riding, okay? So in dressage, there are the experts and the judges that can guide you and give you pointers as to how well both you and your horse are doing and what you can do to improve your overall riding, okay? So what they want to do is to see how well you are both able to, I suppose, ride any movement to the left and then also to the right. Because in doing so, any stiffness or crookedness or lopsidedness is going to be much more easily identified and then noted okay and I just want to go back to that initial thought on the dressage test kind of seeing how your training is progressing you are going to have to agree that being loose and kind of loosey-goosey and nice and supple on both sides is vitally important to you and your horse's way of going okay and not only that that it, you need to be nice and loose and you need to be able to do the movements on both sides in order for you you and your horse to be able to then, I suppose, move on up the steps of the ladder or the steps of the training scale, as it were, okay? So the third thing I want to talk about when it comes to your dressage and your dressage scores is to change maybe the perception of your scores. So a lot of writers think that their dressage judge is just there to nitpick on them. They say, oh, well, I can't get a 10, so why should I even bother trying to get one, okay? But um, they're not, okay? And I often find with riders that if we can just kind of reshape this one belief, it, it's very often the catalyst that not it, it changes how the rider sees dressage but also their riding in general okay so what i would suggest you doing the next time you've got a dressage test is almost think of your judge the, the judge is going to be judging you as you ride through your test as being a trainer of sorts okay and it's like having a bit of a lesson or a training session and then being given a hard copy of your homework to take home afterwards with you okay so just like 
if you can imagine you're in the arena with your actual trainer, the judge's comments on your dressage score sheet will usually include some positive aspects of your ride. And they might shine a spotlight or three and a few places that can be improved. And then not only that, they generally kind of give you a couple of ideas about what to focus on improving. And very often they'll have a kind of an overall synopsis of where you are right now and where you are right now you can use that as a benchmark for yourself okay not against anybody else it's just your benchmark that you can kind of pinpoint at that particular moment in your riding journey this is where you were this this part here what what, what that comments what that overall kind of the the blurb of it so to speak um that that is where you were in your riding journey and you know people say knowledge is power but your dressage score is a great way to know if your riding is progressing or not, okay? So if seeing as something negative and something, I suppose, that it's being critic you're being criticized all the way or that, um, it's, it's not a good way to look at it. Rather see it as being kind of constructive criticism. Not only that, it gives you something to begin working on with regards to your weaknesses because it helps you to pinpoint them but it also allows you to take some pride in your strengths in the saddle. And we all have strengths in the saddle. And most dressage judges will be very quick to point out your strengths and to, to I suppose, to help and encourage you along as well. So you must see it like that. Now, the last one I want to talk about before we leave today is about riding a checklist, okay? So I said at the very beginning that a lot of riders, particularly the ones that don't do quite well in dressage as well as they would like, they seem to think that learning the test is the be all end all of it, okay? And they they kind of think that the most difficult part of dressage is to memorize the test. Now, yes, your dressage test is a little bit like a map. You kind of have to reach point A before you can then go to point B, okay? But just looking at the test like this is a big, big, well, it kind of puts a big roadblock in your riding, okay? And it makes things more difficult for you. And I would actually go so far as to say you're going to, you'll find that your results or your progress will plateau on that, okay? So a lot of riders have this attitude that they want to get in and out of the arena as quickly as possible. I would rather beg to differ and say, you know, savor your time in the arena. It's your time. You must use all of it. So just like if you're talking about corners, you know, use the full corner, use it to your advantage. Same principle applies when you're in the arena. You want to show the judge, not in the judge, but yourself, what you and your horse are able to do. Okay. So when we're initially... I suppose, introduced to dressage, whether we're younger or older. And um, the fact that we have to learn the test and sometimes it tends to almost tint everything else to do or taint, I suppose would be a better word. And um, everything else to do with dressage and the whole process of dressage. And it's very, very easy to believe that taking a wrong tur- turn, okay, so going off track, heading off on a little detour is the worst thing that could possibly happen to you when you are in and you're riding your dressage. It's not, okay? If you find yourself on a sightseeing detour somewhere, the big thing is how you actually respond to it. Now, a lot of people will say, oh, you know, I went the wrong way. I got lost out in the course or on the track and that's it. There's no point. I'll give up now. But if you actually take a moment just to regroup yourself and your horse, you'll often find that in doing so, you can actually 
I suppose, refocus your efforts and you can come back even stronger, okay? And that is what, you know, the judge isn't sitting there to say, oh, you went wrong. I am going to punish you for that. That's not their job. That's not what they want to do even. So I wouldn't see learning the test as being the be all end all. And just on a little side note about learning the test, I would rather try and learn it from the point of view of thinking about each individual movement that you ride as being the thing you have to do to set up the next movement. And that way you can actually focus on riding whatever you're doing, the, the initial movement, to the best of your ability while still keeping an eye on the plan. Remember we said point A to point B. So if you're all the time thinking about point A actually getting you to point B, but how it gets you there, and we all know with horse riding that um, I suppose <laughs> everything comes down to the quality of what went before, okay? So if you can think of it that way, that is a much better way to, I suppose, memorize and to learn your tests. And if you do find yourself wrong or out there lost on a detour sightseeing somewhere in the arena don't worry about it it's done okay you worrying and you stressing about it is not going to change that at all okay so rather just take a few moments get yourself back on track and then work at riding each and every movement um to the best of your ability and also with a focus on setting up the next movement okay so you can actually start looking at your dressage scores as basically being another tool that you can have in your toolkit that you can kind of pull out and you can say, okay, there's a good benchmark. Are things progressing? Are things not? It'll help you to pinpoint where in your training, and I'm saying your training, but of course I mean you and your horse, that you need to work more on. Where do you maybe you need some expert help on? What is not going so well? And perhaps you need to go back a few steps on that in order to progress further. And not only that, you can actually think of your dressage score sheet as being time spent with a top trainer because essentially that is what it is. Guys, I'm going to leave it at that for today. Now, all this week we're working on dressage, but we're obviously going to break things down into a little bit more detail. Um, I did mention that today was the basically an overview of it, and it is indeed. But um, what I want to chat about later on in the week, we're going to be talking about our turns and our circles, and more so the movements and how to get the best out of our movements as we go through our dressage, and also some common faults. You know, the downward transitions are always a biggie. So we're going to be spending a day or two talking about those as well if you'd like to join us you can pop over to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash join and um, this is as i say the second part in this series on your dressage test scores but um, it's part of actually the schooling collection and in there it's full of different lessons to do with you and your horse and schooling the both of you to i suppose get some progress in your riding so as I mentioned, we would love to have you on board and to join us. You can pop over to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash join and find out more there. Have a great week. Keep well, and I'll chat to you soon. Bye.